0: Meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. There it is. All right. So two years ago, I went to a movie theater to see a much anticipated blockbuster on its opening night. This never happens. At least not for me. I have seen two anticipated movies on their opening nights in my entire life. The first was a Harry Potter movie in college. And we drove 2 hours to a theater to see to see it on opening night, watched the movie and then drove two hours back and this was for like a 2 a.m. showing. Because 20 year olds are idiots. (laughs) And the only other time was this time. I got tickets and I went to see Star Wars The Force Awakens on opening night and I had no idea what to expect. Now this was only possible because my wife and child were supposed to be out of town. That was the only way I was ever going to see a blockbuster on an opening Friday night. Um, But I was able to do it. So I had no idea where this story would go. How do you restart this franchise? It ended in such a good place in Return of the Jedi. How do you get new plot, a new narrative, new dramatic movement out of a closed story? I hadn't read any spoilers. I hadn't read any reviews or anything. I just wanted to be surprised and taken on a journey. But I had no idea where they were gonna go. Was that the case for anyone else who saw the movie? Did anyone else see the movie? (laughs) It turns out, spoiler alert for those of you that haven't seen it, the way that you restart Star Wars it's basically to do the whole thing all over again in this movie there was something big and evil to fight against there's an unsuspecting hero from an out-of-the-way planet there's a powerful bad guy who was once good but turned bad there was even a cantina scene stop me if you've heard this before I don't just do this to be an armchair film critic, as fun as that is, but I bring this up because I think it has a lot to do with Advent. Star Wars The Force Awakens was fairly well universally liked and applauded. Everyone who went to see it in the theater had one worry. It would be bad like the prequels. Can I get an amen? amen. The prequels were so terrible. but it, It wasn't bad. The Force Awakens was good. It was fun. But if there was one criticism, it was that the film was too derivative, too similar to the good ones that came before it, namely A New Hope. It can be weird to celebrate Advent in 2017. Advent is a season where we talk about waiting for the Messiah, preparing our hearts for the Messiah. The best way this makes sense is in preparing for Christmas, which we are all doing uh, holiday shopping and decorating. But really, it's about preparing for Christ. But Christ has come. The Messiah came into the world over 2,000 years ago. Outside of awaiting the second coming, why do we celebrate Advent? And why do we do it every single year? Um, I can't get talking about waiting and the importance of peace, but what about like once every four years we do that? We do this every year because the way closed narratives become new and exciting again is to revisit them. It's true in movies, it's true in scripture, and it's true in our lives. It's particularly true in our lives. How often do we encounter the same struggles, the same challenges, the same difficulties? how often do we attempt to get over the same doubts the same sins the same foibles how often do our lives seemingly repeat and how often do we need to hear the same good news from god again and again and again i gotta tell you facebook's on this day feature hammer has hammered this point home to me because every three days When I look at On This Day, I'll see a post from three to seven years ago that says, I hate sports. Because it was following some crushing Redskins defeat. Or capitals. Or nationals. Or wizards. I I need to stop. (laughs) Every year in Advent, we hear the same words from the prophets that promise God's climactic action. And this year will be no different. So let's hear again the promise of God, that God will come and God will be here and God will be for us, even in the midst of our mess. Hear these words from Isaiah, chapter 61. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. In my faithfulness, I reward my people and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them will acknowledge that they are a people the Lord has blessed. I delight greatly in the Lord. My soul rejoices in my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of his righteousness, as a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the soil makes the sprout come up and a garden causes seeds to grow, So the sovereign Lord will make righteousness and praise spring up before all nations. So this is the basic message. Every year we hear these words because every year we need to. But since we still have a bit more time, I'm going to go in a little bit more detail on this. But despite the details, despite getting into the plot of The Force Awakens, I want you to leave here today remembering that we do Advent each year and we celebrate Christmas each year because each year we need to be reminded that Jesus has come and Jesus is coming and we can welcome and receive anew the Christ child into our hearts and more and more into our worlds. But now, The Force Awakens. When the movie begins we are introduced to an evil first order that has arisen to challenge the peaceful republic. The republic was reinstalled after Luke, Leia, Han, Chewie, er, and the gang defeated the evil empire. That was my best Chewie, it doesn't get better. <laughs> the remnants of the empire fled to the far reaches of the galaxy, and there they began reorganizing and militarizing to rebuild the ruins of the empire. This time, the first order would get it right and succeed where the Empire had failed. As the movie opens, we see that the First Order has massive starships, a huge army of stormtroopers, and a master of the dark side. The Republic has not taken the threat of the First Order seriously. They have allowed the First Order to grow unchecked for decades and still do not see the danger that the Republic is in. Tired of inaction, Leah organizes the resistance to oppose the First Order. But really quickly, we figure out that whatever the resistance looks like, it's seriously outgunned by the First Order. We need to observe Advent each year because how often is it that things in our life and our world begin begin to creep in on us? How quickly can self-absorption and self-interest take root? first somewhere along the edges, and then more and more. And it's not because we're horrible, terrible, very bad people. We are hard-wired for self-preservation and there are elements of our society and culture that feed into that. But it grows. This is a silly example, but there are times when I'm driving somewhere and someone will want to come into my lane and I will just get angry because they're taking my spot. Do telephone calls ever become impositions on my time and agenda? The kingdom of me can grow and grow unchecked. Oftentimes in our relationships we can grow distant from others. We can allow grudges to grow and linger. We can allow important relationships to be sacrificed on the altar of career, busyness, or general lack of effort. In our communities, we can allow problems to grow, progress to wane and be undone, and people to hurt and continue to be hurt. Not that we are uncaring or unmoved, simply through lack of understanding, lack of listening, through blind spots, and through not seeing. We have our own first orders. They function on many layers, many levels. One of the best quotes in The Force Awakens is from Maz Kanata. If you don't know who Maz Kanata is, she's the one who ran the new cantina that Han, Rey, and Finn visited, and now if you're more confused, it's okay. You don't have to know to get the quote. She said, throughout the ages, I've seen evil take many forms. The Sith, the Empire, today it's the First Order. Their shadow is spreading across the galaxy. We must face them, fight them, all of us. Evil takes many forms in our world. Evil takes many forms in our lives. How do we combat it? How do we face it? How do we fight it so that it cannot spread to more and more of our hearts, more and more of our lives, more and more of our world? In The Force Awakens, the key was to look backward. The Resistance knew that to stop the spread of the First Order, they needed a Jedi. And so much of The Force Awakens centers around getting a map that would point the way towards Luke Skywalker. Yes, that's the plot of the movie. Of course, there are other things that happen, but that's the main mission. Get the piece of the map, then the full map that would point the way to Luke. You know, when you say it out loud, it sounds a little ridiculous. But along the way... They found someone who appears to have some use of the force and the hope at the end of the force awakens is that this new person could learn to do the things that Luke did that made Luke able to bring down the empire and the emperor. Could this new person learn those things and in turn bring down the first order? The key is looking backward. Likewise our hope comes in looking backward. Our hope comes in looking to signs that point to Jesus. Our hope comes from looking at the promises of a Savior, what that Savior would do, what that Savior did, and hoping we might learn those ways ourselves. So we hear Isaiah saying of the Messiah, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. The Messiah is coming to wage war against the forms that evil takes in our world. The Messiah is coming to give aid to the poor, to comfort those who mourn, to give forgiveness and peace to those held captive, to announce that God's reign is coming. The Messiah is coming to oppose the things that keep people afraid, the things that cause people to turn inward and self-interested rather than loving and seeking the flourishing of others. The Messiah is coming to undo the basic inequalities that are a part of our lives. The Messiah is coming to instill loving relationships rather than hateful grudges. The Messiah is coming to restore our love of God and others. You see, the first orders in our lives want us to fear God instead of love God. They seek to make us afraid that God is out to get us. They seek to convince us that God will punish us. The first orders in our lives seek to make us forget the ways of God, forget all that God has done for us, forget that there is a God who reaches out in his deep love and mercy. The first orders in our lives seek to make us fear our neighbors rather than love them. The first orders in our lives try to convince us that the other is out to get us, out to take from us, out to rob us of all that we have earned. The first orders in our lives try to convince us that the only security we can have is the security we earn and gain for ourselves. The first orders in our lives tell us that life is a zero-sum game and that to get for ourselves we have to take from others. And that if you don't have anything, it's the price you have to... If, sorry, if others don't have anything, it's the price they have to pay for us to have something. That was clunky, I apologize. But the Messiah is coming to oppose this. The Messiah is coming to fight against this. The Messiah is coming to open our eyes to a loving God, a gracious God who creates abundance out of abundance, who loves his creation, who seeks the flourishing of all people in a non-competitive way. The Messiah is coming to show us that we can oppose fear, we can oppose self-interest, we can oppose isolation. The Messiah is coming to show us that we can fight on the side of love, the side of justice, the side of charity. The Messiah is coming to show us that we can resist evil. The Messiah is coming to show us that we can defeat evil. We celebrate Advent each year to be reminded that there are forms that evil takes in our world and that if we don't watch, those forms will grow and grow unchecked. We celebrate Advent each year looking for signs that point us to the one who can oppose and defeat the forms that evil takes in our world. But we also celebrate Advent each year to be reminded that we need to learn the ways of the one who comes in this world to defeat evil. We need to learn the ways of the Messiah. The hope in The Force Awakens comes from the potential for Ray to learn the ways of the Force the ways of Luke Skywalker, and in turn defeat the new form that evil is taking in the galaxy. Our hope this season, our hope this year, is that we can learn from the ways of Jesus, the ways of the Messiah, and use them to fight the forms that evil takes in our world. With two weeks left until Christmas, I would challenge each of you to look at your lives and find ways that you can embody the ways of the Messiah in your lives, in your homes, in your spheres of influence. How can you find ways of being good news to the poor in the next two weeks and in the coming year? Can you donate some propane tanks or can you donate some money for propane tanks? Can you keep some socks in your car? So that when you see someone standing in the median you have something to give them that they desperately need can you keep mcdonald's food cards in your car? how can you be present and loving to someone who is mourning this season? i'm sure there is someone in your life who finds this season to be a difficult one maybe it's the first time that their parents won't be here for christmas maybe their child won't be coming home for christmas this year maybe they're alone how can you show them that they are not forgotten? but they are loved. How can you repair a relationship this year? Is there someone in your family? Is there a friend? Is there a neighbor that you have not talked to in a while? Can you forgive and reach out? Can you try to make it better? Can you inject love and grace into a space where there's hurt and pain? Are there places or people in your life who need to hear that God's favor is coming? Who is hurting? Who is hopeless? Who is needing to hear that God's Messiah is coming to redeem and make better the hurts and injustices in their lives? How can you be a part of announcing that the time will come when God will show up and be there in a big way? In a few days, the new Star Wars movie will be coming out. There was genuine hope at the end of The Force Awakens. Hope that, despite the creeping evil of the First Order, that the light side of the Force will find a way to bring right and proper order to the galaxy. In Advent, we are reminded of the real hope we have, that God will come and bring order to our world. And this Advent, we are invited to participate in that hope, to be ourselves signs of that hope, and do all that we can to embody the ways of the Messiah in the world. This is our task as we approach the celebration of the coming of the Christ child. Let us pray.